With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? <sighs> Ooh, a book club. <sighs> Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, <sighs> oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to do 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 Live mic. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time for another edition of the Live Mic. As you heard Coach Tomlin uh, so affectionately say, uh, he was uh, grateful enough to give us that uh, that great little audio clip at the end of his uh, press conference following the Denver Broncos-Pittsburgh Steelers. 26-21 Steelers victory game. Uh, one of the uh, members of the press decided to, uh, to cuss a little bit uh, accidentally, I might add, but uh, Coach Tomlin did uh, want to remind everyone that uh, there was a a live hot mic uh, that uh, perhaps should uh, be more worried about and uh, perhaps people wouldn't be in the hot water that they might be uh, today. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it got us a, a new intro. Hopefully that sticks. Maybe maybe we'll play it around with it a little bit. But uh, shout out Mike Tomlin for the, the new intro. Anyway, guys, my name is Michael Beck, your host of The Live Mike, deputy editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And it is another Victory Tuesday celebrating another Pittsburgh Steelers win. We're going to break down that game a little bit and then get into a crazy weekend of injuries across the entire NFL and what that kind of means for the Steelers moving forward and if uh, any of these big-time injuries are really affecting uh, how the Steelers uh, and their season will pan out. Starting off with the game, obviously the biggest thing going on in this one 
The Steelers' offensive line was the biggest question mark. You had some big-time injuries across that right side of the offensive line, and you know what? They came up huge. Kevin Dotson, what can you say? Uh, I know it's only one game, but how did this guy slip to the fourth round? He was one of the highest uh, PFF uh, run-blocking offensive interior linemen in all of college football a season ago. And then he comes out and delivers a performance quite like the one he just brought us. It's absolutely mind-numbing that he was able to do that. What a performance by Kevin Dotson in his first game. He gave up exactly zero pressures. Not one. Zero pressures. And you know the guy that was lined up against him? Jarrell Casey? He's coming off five consecutive Pro Bowl seasons. Jarrell Casey is no slouch. He's one of the best interior defense alignment in football. And Kevin Dotson at times had his way with him. Honestly, I wasn't so high in that matchup going into this game. And it was one that I was a little bit concerned about. However, after that game, Kevin Dotson, oh my, he might he might have just earned himself a spot on the starting roster. Not to say anything bad about Chooks Okorafor, who came in and had a solid game for himself, but once David DeCastro gets healthy, um, I'm telling you, Filer struggled a little bit at guard the, the first two games and looked really good at tackle a year ago. Why not flip David DeCastro on the left side? Bump. Matt Filer back to right tackle, and all of a sudden, the Steelers aren't missing a beat at offensive line, and they look great again. I know you don't necessarily want to move your all-pro, Pro Bowl guard and David DeCastro, but Marquise Pouncey and Kevin Dotson showed some great chemistry on that right side, side-by-side, uh, side, regardless of the amount of snaps they played. That was one of the biggest factors in this game, and all of a sudden, the Steelers have tons of uh, matchups that they could play with, some uh, groups that they could fiddle around with, um, along their offensive front. And that's pretty darn exciting. Um, I, I honestly couldn't be uh, any higher on this offensive line than I am right now. Despite all the injuries they're facing, they're going to get some guys back. And you know what? The Steelers don't even have to rush David DeCastro back. Even if he could play next week, if he was only around 80%, you could still dress him, but just kind of make him one of the more reserve-type linemen to kind of relax on the bench and not push him. All of a sudden... You're a couple weeks down the line. David DeCastro is 100% healthy, and you found something in Kevin Dotson. Man, oh man, this 2020 draft class is the gift that keeps on giving. It's only two weeks in, but those top three picks, coupled with that Minka Fitzpatrick first-round pick trade, holy, all of a sudden, this 2020 draft class, it looks to be one of the best the Steelers have had in recent memory, and that includes 2017, because, oh boy, Chase Claypool, what a performance from him again, that 84 yard touchdown was an absolute beauty, an absolute dime by Ben Roethlisberger. You can check down actually a, a pretty good breakdown of the play by our own Jeffrey Benedict over on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. He breaks it down frame by frame, uh, what Ben Roethlisberger saw and uh, how that was a touchdown before the ball was even snapped. That, uh, that play really worked out all in the Steelers' favor, but Chase Claypool not only doing that, he picks up a couple more receptions in the game. And then he went on to have three special teams tackles, which is nothing to slouch about. He was all over the field. Uh, I, I believe he only had somewhere in the neighborhood of 11 offensive snaps, something something like that. But uh, when he was on the field, he made the absolute most of all his opportunities, be it on offense and be it on special teams. Chase Claypool is busting his hump, and he is earning every bit of his spot on this roster, and he's going to get more and more playing time as the season goes. 
And on top of that, he's going to get more and more targets thrown his way. Honestly, if you're a fan of fantasy football uh, like I am, I would jump all over that and pick up Chase Claypool to my roster right away, especially in those dynasty leagues. You want him on your team. Breaking down the rest of the Steelers here, Ben Roethlisberger, obviously his second game back, he's continuing to put stats up. On the year, he's over 500 passing yards, which is mind-boggling. Two games in, if you were to tell me that, I would have I would have thought Ben Roethlisberger would show a little bit more rust. He, he has had a couple sloppy passes, but... When has Ben not had those kind of throws in his game? That is just kind of the way Ben Roethlisberger approaches uh, the game of football. There's just some mistakes that happen here and there. But, uh, man, what a, what a game again for him. Aside for that interception, Ben Roethlisberger, 29 of 41, 311 yards, two touchdowns. Again, five touchdowns on the year, over 500 yards. This, what can't what can't this guy do? He, it seems like his elbow was never hurt. This guy hasn't missed a beat. He uh, I think at one stretch he was 14 for 15 uh, on 15 consecutive passes. Just absolutely outstanding numbers. Honestly, each and every week uh, I have complete faith in Ben Roethlisberger for here on out. The guy standing behind him, James Conner. He had he had definitely had a, a huge bounce back for him, uh, going over 106 yards. I know most of that was on his 59-yard run that uh, iced the game at the end of regulation, but his touchdown uh, run and that series uh, preceding that was a pretty pretty solid stretch of plays for James Conner. Um, when you look at his compatriot in Benny Snell, however, Snell fell off the rails after a huge week one, which I think is a trend we might see throughout the year. One person taking the reins, the other person kind of stepping back and uh, letting the other guy kind of have a bigger game between those two. I think it's going to be a dice roll who who gets that game, but if Benny Snell continues to fumble the ball, he's not going to get these opportunities like James Conner is getting. Benny Snell in the day, only three carries for five yards uh, and a fumble, which uh, was a huge costly turnover. Thankfully, the Steelers still escape with the victory, but that fumble definitely hurt. Another back that I want to get to, though, one Derek Watt. Why have the Steelers chosen not to run him more in the offense? Derek Watt is pr- proving every single special team snap that he brings it. When he's on the field on offense, the Steelers are breaking big runs. When Benny Snell was playing against the Giants, uh, when he was popping him, Derek Watt was in the game lead blocking, doing a great job. He's one of the best fullbacks in the game, might I add, before I continue. And what does he do when he gets action? When the Steelers are trying to ice the game at the very end of the game, he walls off three dudes. James Conner goes 59 yards. I'm telling you, Derek Watt needs to play more. It's one of my biggest frustrations with this team right now. I know it's a fullback, but this guy, he he competes at such a high level that uh, I, I really don't understand why you don't have him on the field more. He's one of your best competitors. Uh, you paid him, I believe, top three fullback money in the NFL for a reason. Work him in the offense more. Uh, it'll only improve your running game. And you know what? When, when you take a look at guys like Kyle Juszczyk in San Francisco, fullbacks can get involved in the offense too, in those like uh, screen type plays, which the Steelers again struggled with. But in those type plays, wheel routes, uh, just sneaking out of the backfield, just straight up blocking. Derek Watt could be a single man uh, in the backfield and just block on four receiver uh, type plays. It's something the Steelers can do and they haven't done yet, which is a little frustrating to me. I was hoping Derek Watt would be featured a little bit more. 
I would assume he w- would be because his performances in week one and two have only gone to show that he is he is what they really signed him to be, uh, and he's absolutely deserving of being on the field a whole lot more. Flipping things over to the receivers, I know we already talked about Chase Claypool, uh, who was the second uh, receiver, uh, third in reception, second in receiving yards, might I add. But uh, the rest of the receiving unit had a pretty solid day. Ben spread the ball around. Let me just check here. I I believe it was nine different players came down with the reception in this one. Uh, The leading target, uh, Deontay Johnson, had eight receptions, 92 yards, and a touchdown. He had a couple brutal drops. I I, I won't put a bow on it. Uh, uh, Some rough drops in this one. I, I can remember at least two that uh, really kind of hurt this team. It, it was quite unfortunate when uh, those plays went down. But other than that, two weeks in a row, Deontay Johnson shakes off a shaky week, uh, first quarter rather, to have a solid, solid second half. Really solid three quarters to each of the first two games. You're going to want to see that out of a full game from Deontay to really see this offense reach its full potential. But he, he is showing some stuff. Uh, again, lead, he, he now leads the team in yardage, and uh, he continues to put up big uh, numbers when it comes to targets. These quarterbacks trust him. Deontay Johnson just needs to keep snagging the ball out of the air. The second uh, leading receiver in terms of receptions, one Mr. Juju Smith-Schuster, had an outstanding first half. Um, He was hauling in tons of passes. He was getting uh, targets thrown his way like there was no tomorrow. Uh, and he was able to haul in seven. And he picked up 48 yards. I know it's not the most flashy numbers, 48 yards, but uh, Juju, he had a solid game again. He was all over the field. Uh, I'm really liking what he's doing this year with Ben Roethlisberger back in the fold. It's really kind of eye-opening to see what he can do um, and really kind of put that uh, 2019 season in the rearview mirror. I, I, I You can completely entirely put that game on the uh, that season on the, the subpar quarterback play and kind of pour off offensive line performance which kind of coupled into that quarterback play but uh, now we can kind of see Juju getting back to what he was before that uh, which is exciting which only leads to great things for this team the Steelers are are loaded at receiver again and if there if there's two guys that this team absolutely needs to resign Juju Smith-Schuster has earned another contract Bud Dupree I know we'll, we'll talk about him a little bit more just a touch later, but Bud Dupree has been a game wrecker. I will get to more uh, on that in a second. Finishing off the receiving core, I'll touch on Eric Ebron and James Washington. Eric Ebron, three receptions, I believe it was four targets, 43 yards, a solid outing for him. Uh, I, again, kind of hope to see him get mixed more in the offense, but the way that the ball was spread around, uh, I, I think Eric Ebron's touches will come. Those red zone targets will come, but for right now, Eric Ebron is kind of uh, kind of melding his way in the offense and has looked good thus far. James Washington didn't have as big a day as he did in week one, but when the ball came his way, he did make the most out of it. Three receptions, 22 yards, including one first down pickup where he absolutely ran over that DB. I, I can't remember the guy's name on Denver. One of the rookie defensive backs that James Washington just put his shoulder into. Country strong, as I like to say, just put him on his butt, picked up the first down. Now we can flip over the defensive side and uh, the guy that I mentioned earlier, Bud Dupree. Statistically, not like a mind-popping day. Technically, just one tackle and a sack. But, man, this guy is laying the hammer. That sack fumble that he put on... uh that he put on to Drew Locke is one of the more vicious hits that I've seen in a while. Really one of the more hard hits since Bud Dupree laid out Matt Moore in the playoffs a few years back. 
Bud Dupree, I said this on Twitter during the game, who would have expected four years in a Bud Dupree's career that just two years later, he'd be one of the best pass rushers in football. And that's not even a joke either. When it comes to PFF grading their pass rushers, number one is Joey Bosa. Number two isn't TJ Watt, it's Bud Dupree. Uh, not in grades, but in pressures, I should say. Uh, Bud Dupree has been getting to the to the quarterback, and he, he's been making plays in the backfield throughout both of these first games. He's pushing offense alignment backwards. I, I could only expect an even greater uh, week three against a, a kind of weak offensive line unit that the Houston Texans are bringing out on the field. This is a matchup I'm salivating over. Bud Dupree, I think this guy's 100% going to get double-digit sacks this year. Just a matter of fact that uh, teams can't uh, decide who to double-team, and they're not going to land on Bud Dupree being the guy that gets a double-team, but he's still so solid. He's going to end up in the backfield and make those plays. Bud Dupree's been outstanding this year, and I can't be any more excited to see what he can do throughout the rest of the season. His compatriot on the other side of him, on the uh, the other outside linebacker spot, Mr. TJ Watt, three tackles for him, but two and a half sacks, which uh, I know he only had two and a half sacks in this game uh, and none in the first game, but that still boosts him up to the number one spot across the entire NFL for sacks on the season, just two games in. TJ Watts already got an interception. Uh, some of the, I believe, the highest pass uh, rush stats across the entire NFL. Uh, he's uh, picked up a number of tackles for loss. Uh, he, he's knocked down a few passes. Uh, he, he's already well on his way to a defensive player of the year type season. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him actually take the, the award home this year. Another name I want to touch on, one Mr. Mike Hilton. Eight tackles and a sack. The guy was all over the field. He was, he was applying the pressure like no tomorrow in this one. Mike Hilton had another great game flying all over the field. Uh, Mike Hilton is someone uh, to look for as another name that the Steelers really should uh, really figure out a, a way to bring him back for the 2021 season. Another one of these free agents. He had a great game. The two linebackers, uh, Devin Bush and Vince Williams, also had great games. Um, they played both. Uh, Devin Bush played the entire uh, game on the defensive side of the football. Vince Williams playing over 86% of the snaps. I believe it was, which is a, a whole lot more than he was playing a season ago. So Vince Williams is playing at a much higher rate, and he's playing outstandingly well in the run game like we thought, and he's uh, he's been applying the pressure in the pass game too. So uh, Vince Williams has really kind of developed into a guy that uh, I didn't give the cr- enough credit to this offseason, but he is just as big a piece as any as anyone on this uh, Steelers defensive front. Uh, rounding things out uh, with uh, Tyson Alu-Alu. Man, he has turned back the clock. He's looking like that former first-round pick that the Jaguars picked him to be. He has been outstanding this year. Another sack for him. Uh, he was playing in the backfield. Tackles for loss. Pushing offensive linemen around. Tyson Alualu's play has been so good. Honestly, it's completely levied the loss of Javon Hargrave. The Steelers' defense has not missed a beat. And Tyson Alualu has looked absolutely amazing. Uh, lastly, I think I should touch on Minka Fitzpatrick, who struggled a little bit the first two games of the season. Tons of uh, uh, 
not mistakes necessarily, but uh, passes and defensive pass interferences going his way. Uh, he's still making the tackles. Teams are kind of still afraid to, to throw in his zone, but not uh, picking up those kind of stats that he normally does. But uh, I'm sure Minka will turn it around. One last thing before we head into the break here is the sheer amount of defensive pass interference calls that went against the Steelers in this one, which was crazy. I think there's four defensive pass interference calls on third down, uh, which obviously leads to Denver getting first downs in this past game. Vince Williams uh, tweeted something along the lines of we had to uh, beat two games or two teams in this one game. Obviously, uh, that would be in reference to the referees. Uh, not one to point fingers at the refs, but really in this game, some of those fluffy uh, defensive pass interference calls were kind of mind-boggling, ba- uh, mind especially when you take into consideration uh, Eric Ebron on a fourth and two on a corner out was absolutely mugged and there was no flag whatsoever, which, which was awfully surprising in that one. Um, special teams wise uh, um, quickly touch on Chris Boswell who had a perfect day uh, one for one on field goals three for three on extra points Dustin Colquitt uh, five punts he's averaging 41.8 yard uh, average including one that uh, bounced out just a yard deep in the end zone which uh, completely would have changed his average and uh, I know some people are complaining about him but uh, Dustin Colquitt in my opinion has looked fine thus far for the Steelers Ray Ray McLeod he looks to be a jitterbug he's going to bust one of these kickoff returns for a touchdown for sure this year and Deontay Johnson actually did bust one on his own. A penalty block in the back brought that back. But uh, Deontay Johnson, again, he, he is looking to be a, a, an all-pro at that punt return spot yet again. Uh, if he plays all 16 games and uh, stops muffing punts, uh, he'll absolutely do that. He has been electric as a punt returner thus far. All right, we are going to head into a commercial break really quick here. Uh, And when we get back, we'll talk about some of these uh, debilitating injuries that are coming across the entire NFL and uh, what those kind of mean for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So just hang tight and we'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, uh, it is your deputy editor, Michael Beck of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, hanging out with you uh, a little bit longer uh, for the live mic. Having fun, as always. First part, you just caught that, talking about uh, the Steelers game against the Broncos. But one of the biggest storylines coming across the NFL, uh, 
at the end of the uh, at the end of the day, that Sunday uh, game day, was the sheer amount of injuries across the entire NFL. Wow, and like I say, wow because it was it was an insane amount of players and talent that uh, have been lost for the season, and some guys that are going to have multi-week injuries that are going to absolutely affect the landscape of the NFL. Thankfully, the Steelers have escaped this one relatively uninjured, other than bumps and bruises. Knock on wood, that continues to happen. But when you look at some of these big names across the front, just just taking into consideration the, the Broncos game, the Broncos lost a couple defensive linemen. Uh, they, they lost some guys in the secondary. Uh, no loss was really felt harder than the one of... Uh, of Drew Locke, obviously on the Bud Dupree fumble. He, he sprained his AC joint uh, so bad that uh, he is going to be kept out for the initial reports of two to six weeks after the coaches uh, kind of broke it down. It sounded closer to the six-week length, which uh, is really tough for the Broncos, especially when they're going to keep pace with the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, who put on a great showing against uh, against uh, Kansas City uh, and proved to be a viable threat in that at AFC West division and Oakland is still a team that uh, they got to look out for Denver quickly uh, with all these injuries mounting inc- including a torn ACL from Cortland Sutton which is kind of a theme to Sunday which is really unfortunate um really are in just the worst injury situation um, across the NFL right now. You could also uh, say the 49ers are in that uh, spot as well. A team the Steelers, thankfully, uh, I not thankfully, but uh, a team they don't play this year, um, one that teams are going to take advantage of because arguably their best defensive player, Nick Bosa, tore his ACL. Uh, Solomon Thomas, he tore his ACL. The other uh, pass rusher there for the Niners, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, getting injured, missing time. Uh, Tevin Coleman getting injured. He's going to miss some time. Or he most are getting injured. He's going to miss some time. It, you just look at their whole roster, and it, it just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. It's just absolutely brutal. And then when you look at all these other torn ACLs across the NFL, it really is quite mind-boggling. Of course, the name that jumps out right on top, Saquon Barkley, which is just really tough for him. Uh, He really was the the entire offense of the Giants. That Steelers' week one opponent... uh, Really can't say enough about Saquon Barkley. He's one of those generational talents that... uh, really does pretty much everything well for that team and he is like I said earlier their entire offense so that's going to be felt uh, big time there Malik Hooker the uh, safety for the Colts he tore his Achilles Hooker's been battling some serious injuries entire his entire four-year career in the NFL he he is one of those guys that would be one of the top safeties in football however he keeps uh, he keeps having to deal with these really tough injuries the torn Achilles uh, torn MCL hip injuries uh, ankle injuries you name it he's really been battling it uh, Sterling Shepard another guy on the Giants that uh, is going to miss some time Cam Akers uh, running back he He's injured. He's going to miss some time. Jerry Judy going back to the Broncos. That's another guy that's going to miss some time. Anthony Barr, David Montgomery, Rashad Perriman, uh, Paris Campbell, Devontae Adams, Byron Jones. The list really goes on and on and on. Um, and I don't know if that has anything to do with the lack of a preseason. Uh because when you look at these star players, typically they aren't playing that much preseason to begin with. Uh, if it has something to do with playing surface, uh, a lot of these uh, a lot of these tear type injuries did happen on uh, on uh, artificial turf fields. Now I- I'm not a doctor or a scientist by any means, but 
uh, when you look at the stats, I think it's it's pretty uh, overwhelming the amount of those kind of type uh, twisting injuries where fo- feet get stuck in turf and ACLs and Achilles are popping. It, it seems to, to happen more f- frequently on, on the artificial turf than it does on grass. Um, that being said, Cortland Sutton did tear his ACL in Heinz Field, which we all know is a, a, a real grass uh, playing surface in Pittsburgh. But um, it, 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 it just doesn't happen with the same frequency. I don't know if there's something behind that. Maybe that's something uh, we need to dive into. But j- just a really tough day across the entire NFL. Um, the Ravens uh, the Ravens even uh, lost uh, their young corner. I'm blanking on the name right now, but we'll circle back to that. Just... It's just really one of those days that you kind of remember across the entire league that um, is kind of one of those more infamous days because I don't really remember a day when uh, injuries like this really happen uh, to this caliber of player and for it to happen at this volume. It really is sad and uh, one that I can only hope uh, is not a trend that's going to continue the rest of the season. You know, going back to 2019, that was kind of the year of the injured quarterback, and 2020 seems obviously among so many other things, but when it comes to injuries, it, it kind of looks like to, to be the, the year of the injured star player, which is really tough, especially when you're trying to sell the NFL to new audiences. So that's that's one of the more brutal things that uh, is facing the league right now. And cycling back to that uh, Ravens uh, nickel corner, Tavon Young, he tore his ACL as well. I know he's there are division rival, but thoughts and prayers go out to obviously all all these guys that are battling these crazy injuries. The NFL is a better place when all these guys are in it, so we can only hope that they uh, they all get back to 100% health and can get back on the field as soon as they possibly can. So uh, all of us at Behind the Steel Curtain are pulling for all the all the guys that were injured and really keeping our fingers crossed that it doesn't continue throughout the rest of the season. Now. Looking at the the Steelers' most immediate schedule, the Texans and the Titans both haven't been hammered uh, too hard with injuries. Uh, but um, that being said, there are areas that can be exploited, um, especially kind of in the uh, the Texans' front. One of the bigger name injuries for um, the. Uh, Houston Texans right now. Uh, Will Fuller is battling a hamstring injury. Not really sure um, what his status is going to be against the Steelers, but um, he uh, he's someone that uh, is probably one of their better receivers. I know they have a, a load of receiving talent, but Will Fuller is still one of their younger guys across that team. So if he can't go, that would be a pretty big one. Um, we, we can even take a look at the uh, the Texans injury report for week two. Uh, Brandon Cooks was limited in practice. Uh, Titus Howard was uh, uh, questionable. Duke Johnson, their running back, was questionable. Uh, J.J. Watt w- wasn't uh, listed with an injury, but uh, he was limited in practice. So they're battling some stuff, too. Uh, of course, the Steelers are uh, still kind of w- waiting on uh, David DeCastro De- De make that to come back and make his 2020 debut and missing their uh, right tackle in Zach Banner. But um, if uh, if this season were to prove anything so far, it's that the Steelers have great offensive line depth and that they're going to be able to battle through some of those things because of that depth. So with all that in mind, I think we can uh, wrap up this edition of the live mic. Um, I'm Michael Beck, deputy editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Thank you guys for uh, sitting through the ride with me. Make sure you check out the entire uh, Behind the Steel Curtain family of podcasts, and make sure you're checking out the website as well. We got great Steelers content coming out for you guys daily. 
and, and we really enjoy when you uh, when you guys are able to like and share stuff. If you're if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to hit the, that five star rating, or really whatever you're listening on. Make sure to give us a good rating, land us a comment. Uh, I I believe if you do uh, write a comment on uh, on that Apple iTunes podcast area, uh, Jeff Hartman will read out those uh, questions and comments on uh, his Let's Ride segment. So make sure you do that if uh, if you want a shout out from one of us. So. With all that being said, I'm Michael Beck, deputy editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. You've been listening to Live Mike, and we'll see you in the next one. Have a good one, guys. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With LuckyLandSlots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.